We're looking at easily the most overrated player in this draft. It's so easy. <laughs> That's unreal. I would never draft him. That's the bottom line. I mean... That's a hard no for me. This is an autopilot first round pick. He is definitely on my do not draft list. We get it. We get it. Yeah, Let's I mean... move on. Let's move on. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We are back talking about fantasy hockey. This is Hockey Talkie. I'm Travis. Jesse's with me. How's your Christmas break? Was it good, Jesse? Yeah, it was awesome. I went to uh, Vancouver to see all my family. Um, I was hoping to get a game in, but the day that I got there was the day that they stopped playing. Because <laughs> usually my uncle hooks me up with some box seats. And Oh, um, for the Canucks? Yeah. But oh, nice. I, but I wasn't that mad because I got there on the 22nd, and the last game they played was the 21st, but it was against St. Louis again. Oh. And I saw St. Louis last year. So maybe they just always play St. Louis before Christmas, it seems like. It could be. And I really did not want to see St. Louis again. So <laughs> it's kind of like a blessing in disguise, I guess, because, like, yeah, I had no interest in watching that game. But beyond that, Christmas is good. Vancouver's always nice. So um, Yeah, I hope everyone else had a good Christmas. Yeah. Santa sure. was good to you. For sure. I got lots of gift cards. Yeah, me too. For sure. I got some pants, gift cards. But we won't spoil our kudos. Yeah, for I don't there. want to blow the kudos just yet. So, <laughs> you guys know where to hit us up at Fantasy NHL Talk. Today we got a cool episode for you. Yeah. So I asked earlier, um, what are some players that you want us to talk about? Kind of like our Christmas, we're gonna give you guys a present. Yeah, so exactly. We're, so we're gonna talk about whoever you want us to talk about. We got a list. We got some good names. We're just gonna kind of riff. Yeah. On some players and give you some information. Yep, works for me. Before we get into that, let's. The question I got for you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the World Juniors are on right now. Yes. Canada is doing really good. Denmark not so good. <laughs> um, who is going to be the biggest gift in the coming years? Ooh, that's a good question. So there are a lot of players that are performing well for Canada, like Frost, Tippett. Everyone knows those guys' names. Anyone else that's jumping out to you, or those main guys? Who do you think? That's a really good question. I think Frost is beginning points. Um, he looks pretty good, I've seen. Uh, there's like this 17-year-old on the team. I forget his last name. It's like Lafreniere or something. It's like some French guy. He did. Pretty, oh, yeah. He did pretty good last game. Obviously, all my mentions are Canada because those are the games I'm watching. Um, well, those are the ones that are scoring, too. Yeah, exactly, right? So, to be honest, I don't really have a lot. I mean, this might be more of a you kind of question. I know you got some stuff written down. So, who's impressed you so far? Aside from like the the Canadian guys like Frost, Tippett, and then um, Comtois, yeah, Com- yeah, the- Comtois. I, I don't want to mess up his name. I already did. I know it's it. probably yeah, whatever. But I like I like Comtois mm-hmm. because he's going to Anaheim team that is short on the left side. They don't have very good left wings, so I really like that. Like he's probably my number one prospect going forward. Yeah. If yeah. I was in a dynasty, because you got to look for the teams that have room. Yeah, positional scarcity, all that good stuff. Exactly yeah. right. <clears throat> so Tippett's going to Florida, and Florida's really hard to get into. They have a whole bunch of young guys that are kind of really streaky. Yeah, you never get into that top six in Florida. There's no chance. And Tippett is kind of a streaky guy. Mm-hmm. Like he had one point the last game, but everyone else did the work. So I don't, I don't think they want another streaky guy mm-hmm. in the roster right away. I think he's a couple years away. Um, and then Frost. I think Frost has a really good chance to go to Philly. Because Philly needs some Philly depth. always needs players, yeah. Like, right. No matter what. Um, yeah, no. Like I said, I I was six. So I didn't really watch a lot of juniors. But 
I also didn't really watch a lot of juniors last year either. I'm kind of a bad fantasy <laughs> talk, I guess, because I don't really pay attention to the juniors too much. The juniors are so good. The goalies are terrible. Like, there has not been a goalie that I'm in like, oh, this guy's going to make it to the NHL. Yeah, that's what I was... Because I asked you last game, we were watching the Swiss game, and I was like, oh, so what's the goalie hype for Canada? Like, is there like a, you know, someone? And you're like, no, it's just two guys. Well, they're just like cycling through. Yeah. They're going to play like, whoever's oh, okay. hot. So there's no like, you know, price hype or whatever goalie hype. So that kind of sucks, but... It's the same as the Olympics, right? You just put in... doesn't matter if you're Lundqvist or... Mm-hmm. Whoever, you're going to get shelled by the best players in the league. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck making those saves. Another guy that I wanted to mention is from the Swiss. And Kurashev? Yeah, that looks right. Kurashev? Yeah. He's the, I think he's the captain of the Swiss team. He has been great. He's very fast. He kind of reminds me of like a, a Goudreau. Mm-hmm. A little bit smaller, like speedier guy around the corners and stuff like that. He's good to watch. And Swiss gave Canada... A tough game. Yeah, I mean, it's 3-2. Um, yeah, it was uh, definitely closer than I thought it would be. But, yeah, he looks good. Uh, we just were looking at him, so he was drafted by Chicago, which is kind of a cool pick because Chicago is trying to trend toward these skill guys. Like, Cat's a small guy. Kurashev could be the same kind of idea. So we'll have yeah. to see if he cracks the roster in the upcoming years. And the, the roster is open in Chicago. Yeah, there's no... Like, you can play whatever you want. You yeah. can be top line. I mean, Dylan Strom was, like, no one, and then he came in, and now he's, like, playing with Kane and stuff. So there's definitely room for advancement on that team. Yeah, granted, there's only a couple games in, but those are kind of some guys that have stuck out. We'll give another update once the games are yeah, see all plays. done. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it just... To me, the juniors are weird. I feel like there's just no hype anymore for me. Like, I feel like... For Canada, anyway, like, I mean, it's like, oh, we had this McDavid kid, we have this Tavares kid, we have the Eberly years, we have, like, everyone, and then all of a sudden, like, the last two years, it's just been like, oh, okay, it's just been solid players, so that's kind of, like, I mean, like I said, I'm yeah. not, like, I'm kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, not very... You're jaded? I'm a very casual junior fan, <laughs> I think is the best way to say it, so, um, unless there's players that I'm, that really get hyped, then I get really excited to watch i like watching the guys just dominate like a Tavares or something like that i guess like 19 goals and juniors or something crazy so like i said i'm a very casual juniors fan it is cool hockey of course and always rooting for canada and all that good stuff but um yeah the last two years for me it just it feels kind of like just meh like chabot was the last guy i was kind of excited for yeah. and that's yeah. about it and then there's dowdy playing back if you go back far yeah there. exactly i mean there's like super stack teams with like price and even young flurry and I mean, you can go on forever, Crosby and all that kind of good stuff. So Yeah, it's more spread out talent than yeah. just like the stars now. Yeah. But we'll see. Maybe a star will emerge. Yeah, exactly. By yeah. the end of the, yeah. the playoffs yeah. or whatever they do. So let's jump into injuries and some news. So there was two weeks or one week since we did a little podcast last? Two weeks, I think. Two weeks? Yeah. So we've got a bunch of injury news. Um, actually, let's start with the schedule. Sure. Because the schedule is just a quick blurb this week. Um, there are four teams not playing on the 31st, <laughs> so you want to roll out everyone. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Take a look and make sure your guys are playing, and then in the next week, the Leafs are the only team that only play two games. Okay, so this is their rest, which is good for them because Anderson's been beat up, so that'll be good. And the second of their two is against the Islanders, which just Ooh, shut them out. grudge game again. Love it. So they're going to come out. It's probably going to be a high scoring game for the Leafs anyway yeah and there was something like 15 teams playing four yeah so four it, games this week check it out yeah so we're getting busy again 
Yeah, make sure you got this week especially because they kind of compensate for having a week off for the Christmas break. Yeah. Lots of hockey. Enjoy it. Lots of juniors. Just hockey everywhere. Hockey everywhere, man. <laughs> awesome. Um, Forsberg. Not Peter. Philip. Yeah, my boy Pete. Four to three weeks away as of December 12th. That's the last news. So around January 10th, a week into January or so. Yeah, so still two weeks left on him. Um, I have Forsberg. He's just raw in my IR, as I'm sure with most of you guys. So be patient. Nashville definitely needs him. Oh, yeah. Um, the players that are scoring are named Bonino and uh, Fiala. Fiala's getting a couple points. It has been a brutal Nashville has been getting destroyed lately. Rennie doesn't have a win in like his last five games or something, which is crazy for a team that good. Obviously, well, if he can't score. Yeah. Renee can't score. No, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's just saying, it's just like, it is kind of, it just shows like how the help that Nashville needs. Mm-hmm. They're an unreal team, but they still need game-breaking guys. Oh, Arvison yeah. was out. He's back now. Yeah. Turris is now out. Forsberg, like, yeah. they're getting depleted up front. Yeah, so... Yeah, obviously, hang on to him. When he's back, I'm sure he'll go on his like usual late-year tear that he always does. Um, but as is right now, yeah, another two weeks, so probably another eight, nine games missed, which kind of sucks. But if you have an IR spot, I mean, obviously use it. Uh, picks to replace him. There's I don't like anyone on that team. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I picked up Fiala. He got three points last week, but he, was, he put up a lot of zeros. Um, I already cut Fiala, but he was my main replacement for Forsberg, and he did not really deliver as advertised. I mean, he might not have any chemistry with Johansson or something. I'm not really sure. I didn't really watch any Nashville games, so someone had to chime in on that. But Here, I got a replacement for you. How about Raquel? Just because he's the next person in the news. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he's back. He's close to return. He's skating probably about a weekish. Yeah. So he might miss. He might get in 50% of the four games that yeah. they're playing this week. Goes back up to the top line. No, Raquel's the best player probably on the docks. Like, of all, like, everyone. <laughs> like Really? I think Maybe he's... Getzlaff. I mean, Getzlaff is consistent and stuff like that, but Raquel, like... Raquel with Getzlaff, I mean, that's great. You need him back. He got, like... 30-goal score last year. Yeah, tons of points. Super underrated player. Um, yeah, I mean, the Ducks, they're scoring with guys like... I think Case is getting points. Yeah. I was watching... Yeah, it's just been a very... They're winning games somehow, but... Gibson, because yeah. Gibson's amazing. Yeah, exactly. So there's definitely guys that will get bumped down as soon as Raquel is. Like, he's, yeah, he's definitely bonafide top one. He'll be fine. Yeah, and Raquel is, like, once they get to the weekish, and you can, like, wait for them on your team, this is when I pick them up. Mm-hmm. Like, I picked up Stastny early and stuff like that to get ready for them to return, yep. just so no one else poaches them. Yeah, no, if you can afford to roster a guy, you can definitely get rewarded. I mean, I did that with Shea Weber... I picked right, him up. Exactly. Really, or I just pre-picked him up and let him rot in my IR kind of thing. So, um, yeah, people cut stars all the time or just don't draft them. They get injured, so it's definitely worth taking a look at because Raquel, he's that good. He's worth it. No, I feel like this is mostly my team. Like yeah. The next couple guys that we're talking about, Dumba. I drafted Dumba. He's out three months minimum. Yeah, he tore, his, he tore his pack or something, some crazy freak injury. And he was unaware of it. He's like, oh, really? Oh, really? I didn't even know, yeah. Like, he thought he just, like, pulled the muscle or he's something? He's like, ah, I'll play it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'll just stretch it out, yeah. ice it. <laughs> but he's like, three months and surgery, so he's done surgery, three months recovery time. Be back in March. Pretty much a drop at this point. Like, March, you're getting close to playoff time. I don't know how much he's going to help your yeah. team at the end of the year. It's probably not worth the IR spot at this point. But that leaves room for Spurgeon, 
which was having a quiet year. He was mm. having a good year, though. He just was overshadowed by Dumba's good year. He goes up into that top power play unit. I think he's a good pickup if you lost Dumba. Yes, Bergen and Suter now will be the top guys. Um, yep. Suter's probably taken, but yeah. But Spurgeon Spurs was on the second pair. Yep. He was on he's still on the power play unit anyway. Yep, he's still an offensively good uh, defenseman, so I have no problem with that. Especially, yeah, Dumba's gone. they got to fill up a gap, so Spurgeon's definitely the next in line. How about, here's the, the Trochek update, also a player that I drafted. <laughs> um, end of January is what they're saying. He's being reevaluated as we speak. Uh, okay, because I saw some stuff saying January 2nd. Yeah. So, um, they're obviously going to give him a little bit more time. That makes sense. It, it could be still the beginning of January, but he's being reevaluated right now. Yeah, it could so be positive or negative. We'll he said he feels good. He just needs the boot off and skating and stuff again. Yeah. I... I'm not putting him on my team right now because he's so far away. Yeah. I'd give it another couple of weeks till they get a timetable when he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. And then you can start looking at picking him up or taking him from the person that's struggling with him. Yeah. Whoever make a move for him. Um, he'll probably, well, he will slot back into that top six. I'm not really sure who's going to get demoted on Florida. I haven't actually looked at their top two lines, but um, whoever the second line center is, is gone. So, yeah. Uh, We'll have to see who it is. Uh, I don't know if it was... Maybe they are giving Borgstrom time? Or maybe they moved... It might have been. Let me just... Let me double check. Yeah, bear with us here while we just take a quick... Gander. Load webpage. Yeah, it was... Oh, Borgstrom. Good yeah. call, Jesse. What yeah. a psychic. So that was their... That's their, like, rookie hype guy. Um, so... We'll see what they do with that line. He'll, he'll go back in, like, Trotrick, Hoffman, Vitrano. Yeah. I didn't realize how bad they were on the left side. Holy moly. A lot of teams are bad on the left side. Just Huberto and then a like, great player. Then it drops to Vitrano, Malgin, and, just, and Michael Haley. Oh, man, they need help on the left side. Yeah. We'll see if they make a trade. Very, very bad. But, yeah, like I said, Trocek, his job's secure. So as soon as he's back, he's popping in the number two center. So And um, he'll be fine. Okay, I'll, I'll go through two more forwards here, and then I'll go to the defense. Um, sure. Pacioretty. People were wondering what was going on. The Vegas recalled Peary, which has been lighting it up. Yeah. Peary was good on Chicago a couple of years ago. Yeah, in Florida. He's always been a goal scorer. Yeah. I think he was fine. So they recalled him. He's playing on the second line. Um, they said they put patches on IR so he can't play Saturday, Sunday, which okay. is two games for them. So he's going to return this week to the big four-game swing. I'm firing up patches. I think he was good and obviously – Period. We'll just go back down to the AHL. That's fine. Yeah. Um, if they want to keep their bottom six together for some reason in Vegas, that's fine. Period. No, he's not a bottom six forward. It's not how he's built. He's kind of a speedy guy. So he'll definitely go away. I remember I was saying to people to cut patches before he got injured. So it kind of worked out in my favor. There you go. Uh, but beyond that, yeah, he's back. Stassi's been playing really well. So I can't um, wait. I'm, I've been saying this all year. I want Stastny and Patrick to play together. Yeah, I know. And it so hasn't happened yet. I know, yeah. That's, <laughs> we said that at the beginning of the year, per, sorry, pre-year. And I was saying, yeah, I was like, Patrick is going to bounce back, man. He's got a real center. Man. It's he's like got, one's healthy and then Stast- the other's not. Yeah, Stastny's dead. Yeah, exactly. This might be like, we're going to have to wait at least another week, I guess, <laughs> to see them together. So They'll probably play this week. They'll probably play this week together. Um, Taylor Hall... There's no timeline on his return, but it's not expected to be serious. He's okay. getting reevaluated. Keep an eye on that because Hall is heart and soul of the Devils. Yeah, he is the Devils. That'll bump um, Palmieri down if Hall's out. You know, those guys that are having good years for New Jersey. 
Pietrangelo and Shattenkirk are both back very soon. I think actually Pietrangelo said he was good to go for the next game. Yeah, I think he's back. Um, good news for him. Bad news is it doesn't matter because Blues suck. It matters to me. I mean, go for. I mean, I it get, matters for Blues players. It does, but he's been having a brutal year, so we'll have to see if this reignites a fire for him, something like that. Shattenkirk's been really having a brutal year near the Rangers. He's not getting utilized at all. Um, With players like Dumba going out, would you pick up either of these guys as a replacement? I mean, Peter Angelo for sure. I mean, yeah, the Blues sucks. I mean, like, harping on him, but he's still, like, an amazingly talented defenseman. He could play 30 minutes a night and actually, you know, is great, and the Blues are stacked as a team but just not scoring. So um, I would have no problem having Peter Angelo on my team. Shankirk, I would not want any piece of. Um, yeah. I think he's undraftable. I would hope no one needs his help <laughs> because he's not really going to give you a lot. Yeah, I am still... Just so everyone knows, I'm not a St. Louis fan. But I am still on... Jake Allen is playing better. The team manages to score some days. Yep. Like, I still think St. Louis can still turn it around to be a serviceable team or even fight for a playoff spot. I mean, they should be. There's no excuse. I mean, the team is stacked. I don't know if it's a coaching issue or just confidence issue. It's so weird. Um, I think to me, there Petrangelo Angelo came up, coming back could be that kick yeah, that yeah. helps them. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, the guy... Yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, what else you need. I mean, the t- it's tough, so, but... I'm still keeping an eye on that whole team. Mm-hmm. I traded um, Tuck and Trocek for Tarasenko mm-hmm. in our league of record because I still think that their team can bounce back, even though I'm giving up Tuck, which is really good right now, and then Trocek, which is coming back soon. I still think St. Louis has something in the tank. They have something. They should. I mean, they have to. If this doesn't help, their coach is gone. Yeah, coach has got to be gone. And, and then they got to have some sort of kick in the ass to get going. Yeah, like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. I mean, they're easily the most improved team for me this year with all the trades they made. Um, yeah. It's, it's just weird. They're it's, a weird it team is right weird. now. It is such a weird team. I don't know what to tell you. Like, um, I think Fabry's back off IR. I saw that. So, I think they'll get healthy and they'll, they'll push help. some teams around, I think, yeah. a little bit. Uh, Carey Price is injured. This is not good because he was injured last year and the year before. Yeah. He's starting to become an injury risk. Yeah, he's kind of trending that way. There's no timetable for his return, but he said that he was dealing with this injury for a while. Okay. So it's something that happened earlier in the season he's just been playing through, which is scary. Yeah. For someone that's injury prone, like, what are you... So you're re-aggravating something, but you're not going in to actually see the doctors about it, or what? Mm-hmm. How does that... I don't know what yeah. he's doing. Um. Bad news is there's no one worth picking up. No. Because, like, I mean, goalie-wise for my show. Yeah, like... Uh, Niemi won a cup, remember? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> he got... I don't know. He was, like, the most average... Whatever. It doesn't matter. I was talking about the playoffs. But, yeah, he does have a cup. You are correct. Uh, <laughs> so, he's going to definitely get the nods. I don't really trust Niemi a lot. I mean, if you're really in a pinch and you need a guy just for volume starts, I guess, Niemi's okay. Um... But he's been wildly inconsistent. Um, Pick up Markstrom instead. Yeah, I mean, Mark. <laughs> there's, there's got to be better goalies in your league. So, but yeah, super bad news for Montreal because uh, they can score, but we'll see what they can do without Price because he's still the best player on their team. So, yeah, but he's beginning to be worrisome for me. Yeah, he's trending downward like crazy. Uh, I still think he's one of the most talented goalies in the NHL. Oh, for sure. In a vacuum, he's like probably the best. I would say. Yeah. 
if not damn close. Um, so I have no problem with saying that. But nonetheless, the Montreal is uh, they need him. <laughs> they're going to try and really. Yeah, really I, I'm really curious to see how serious this issue turns out. If this is like a two month thing or something like crazy like that, uh, it's really going to suck because Montreal is doing like pretty Cinderella this year based on yeah. how bad. I know myself and a lot of other people have definitely written them off this year. Oh, we both said before. Yeah, I mean, I was like, Montreal the season. is the worst team in the league. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it definitely hurts, so we'll have to see what happens. Okay, before we get into our questions that you guys asked, do we want to talk about this Dallas Stars drama that's going on there? Yeah, so... The CEO calls them out, Yeah, it calls says them, they're terrible, they're yeah. not working hard. And then Jamie Benn comes out and says, well, I don't play for him, I play for the fans and my team. Yeah. And then they go out and crush the next game. Yeah. What, I don't... Was this just like a motivational tactic? I mean, they've been bad. Like um, just that line or Dallas in general? Um, I think that line's been bad. I mean, there's a lot of money. Um, cool tip for you. Jamie Benn is the fourth highest paid forward. I in, saw that. In the NHL. So uh, that's a feels bad. Yeah. <laughs> when he's been doing really, really bad. So uh, him and Sagan are obviously supremely talented guys, but they've been ice cold. I'm not really sure. I don't watch Dallas games. I could care less about Dallas. So if you're a Dallas fan, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are about them. Um, I like it, man. You got to call players out sometimes, you know? If I he's mean, getting paid like the fourth, yeah, there's, and he's not the fourth per yeah. points producing production. Yeah. yeah. Like Sagan has like that crazy extension kicking in next year. So he's got to prove he's worth it, obviously, to them. Um Every year they don't make out the playoffs is another huge failure for that team. Yeah. Like, it's... They're a good team, uh, but they're not scoring. It's just, like, these random second or third liners. Your Pitlicks and... It's just Spezza. Spezzas and Faskas and stuff. It's, yeah. not, it's not them carrying the team right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of lame for Jamie to be like, oh, I don't play for my CEO. It's like, well, you kind of do because he owns the team. And, like, I so I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that. But I'm I'm hoping it was really just the motivation. Yeah. Like saying like, hey, you guys are being paid like the top, like a top 10 players and you're not producing the top 10 players. Yeah. They're producing like top 20 players. But in that case, their salary should be less. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, if this was the NFL, it'd be amazing because they'd be like, okay, we're going to restructure your contract. If you yeah. just want to play like trash, that's fine. We'll give you half of what you're making. Or like incentives. Yeah. Like you need 40 goals, yeah. say again, or else. Yeah. And then you get the extra 4 million or something. Like, I mean, because... Um, that's one thing I really like, like really like about the NFL because um, I think it really punishes the NHL, and it's like tough to give out contracts. I mean, like look yeah. look at Lucic; he's like yeah. the worst player in the NHL, and he's just making bank. Whereas like he hasn't scored in like three months or something. Yeah, he's like, crazy. He has like one goal, I think. I think it's yeah. one, I think it's one or, one or two goals. So um, forty eight to go. To fifty, <laughs> he's he's in a tough spot. He's but yeah, it's I like it. Call out your players. Who cares? Why not? I wish I could do that for my fantasy team. I do it all the time, but they don't listen. <laughs> Yelling at the yeah. screen at yeah. the Nuge. Like every time Montreal scores five goals and like Weber gets one secondary assist and he's plus four, I'm just like, get yeah. a boy. Yeah, I'm like plus does nothing for me. It's just like, ugh. Whatever. I don't know if people feel the same rage, but the worst feeling ever is looking at your defense and he's plus four and no points. That was <laughs> me the game after the Stars game after. I have Klinberg. Yeah. <laughs> and he was plus three, zero points. Yeah. And you're like, great. <laughs> he was out there. Kick- what? Yeah. Like, just 
get a piece of anything. It's so just touch the puck. Yeah, I know. Three other players got assists on that. Yeah, <laughs> how can you not? Yeah, I know it's so frustrating. All right, let's move on to everyone like players that people were talking about. I asked on Twitter. I can't talk. I don't know why. I asked on Twitter for your suggestions on players that we should talk about. You know, because we do a lot of our own stuff here, so we thought this would be like a nice little kind of Christmas gift to you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're answering your guys' questions and talking about players that are they're topical, like they're hot and cold. People want to know what to do with them. Hmm. So let's jump into the first one. Voracek, second line Philadelphia. He's playing on the top unit power play. I think it really hurts him being away from Giroux. Yeah, on I that mean, top line, they got crazy chemistry. The, uh, the top line now is JVR, Drew, and Konechny versus Simmons, Couturier, and Voracek. Um, yeah. The second line sounds a lot better than the first, in my opinion, which is crazy. So I would love to see Voracek back with Drew. Otherwise, his five-on-five is going to be brutal. Voracek's an amazing player. He, There's no discussion there for me. He just needs the line mates. Uh, he's going to get the power play points no matter what. That's fine. And Philadelphia has one of the best power play units in the NHL. Yeah, they always do, right? So... Um, He'll be fine. I just um, he might not hit the points that we're used to, so kind of sucks. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he just bounces back. It's just um, without Drew, it's kind of tough. So yeah, yeah, Drew really holds that team together. Yeah. He's still one of the most underrated players in the it's NHL. It's unbelievable. I draft him every year, and it's just he like, gets a hundred points, and he's still <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, he's got thirty-five assists in like thirty-eight games or something like that. Like he's. Unless, and that's why you need Voracek on that line because yeah. the assists are there. They just, yeah. That whole line is disappointing. Couture and Simmons are both been ice cold too. Yeah, it's been crazy. So, um, like on paper, that sounds sick to me. I'm like, oh man, that's a beast line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Philly's been super underwhelming this year. Um, so. Put Voracek back up and move Konechny down. Konechny, yeah. Couture, and who's on the left side? I just said the name. Uh, Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. And then leave JVR, Giroux, and Vorchek. Yeah, I thought they were, or just, yeah, I guess they're trying to split it up, I was just thinking, because, yeah, because Drew's back, is Drew back to center? Yes. Oh, so that's what's happening. Yeah. So they realize that they... JVR is on the left, Mm. and Konechny on the right. Okay, so it's not the Couturier, yeah, because last year was amazing, because they stacked the line, right? So you had Couturier, center, Drew, and Vorchek. Yeah which is just beast for points. But now that they broke it up, that's, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Voracek is not playing with guys that drive the play right now, so. So are we keeping Voracek, trying to trade him? Uh, I just keep him. It is what it is. I do too. You drafted him. Philly's going to score goals. They always do. It'll be fine. Um, but don't expect him to hit the points he did last year if he's not playing with Couturier and Drew, unfortunately. So he's going to have some pretty brutal 5-on-5 numbers this year. But like I said, I... I, I keep him for his he's power too play. Good. He's too good, yeah. He's yeah. going to get power play points. There's going to be nights where he gets four assists. It's going to happen probably in the next week. I Could guess. happen this week, yeah, yeah with yeah, the four games. It's not going to. So um, I have no problem with him. Yeah, Vorchek I'm keeping for the power play unit. What about uh, Jeff Carter? He's uh, been... 30-goal <laughs> scorer. 40-goal scorer? No, we had 39. 49. 46. 46. 46. We just yeah. looked this we up. Just looked, yeah. 46 <laughs> was his closest, so... The Duke can score goals, perennial 20-goal scorer. Um, he's had one full season without an injury. Yeah. He's super injury risk, obviously. Uh, immensely talented guy, super 
great power play guy. Um, but not this year. He's been having a brutal year. I Three mean, points in the last 12 games. Yeah, that is not good. <laughs> Sorry for the yawn, but that's just how his performance has been so boring to me. <laughs> that his, the Kings as a whole make me yawn. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. I avoid all Kings players like the plague. Um, the only Kings player I like moving forward after this season is Toffoli because he's young. Yeah. Everyone else, I don't want anything else from Dustin Brown, Kovalchuk. No, I mean, Kovalchuk's got to be trade bait at this point. Yeah. Uh, there's no point of having him on this team because it's like going in different directions. Uh, there's some doughty trade talk I know we talked about last time, so we'll have to keep an eye on that and see where it goes. But as is right now, Carter is a complete cut, drop, burn, whatever. Just move on. Yeah. The team sucks. I uh, don't draft any Kings players unless they go on some crazy hot streak and then maybe something to look into. But um, you're not going to win your league by hanging on to Carter, I don't think. No. I don't feel like having any Kings player is the play. So um, Carter's going to come back from injury and play 10 games, and he's going to get five points. And you're going to be like, okay, well, that was serviceable. But yeah. then he's going to get injured again. Yeah. And you're going to go through this all year yeah. until you're just like, okay, I've had enough. Yeah. I mean, the Kings, they score one goal a game. Yeah. So it's like coin flip. It's like, well, did he get a piece of it or not? No? Okay, sweet. It's not like you're like Tampa or something where they score six goals. And you're like, oh, man, okay. Carter might have got a piece of two of them or something. But that's it, it's just way too volatile to put any stock in Carter. Um, especially in your position leagues. I doubt he even gets played because he's a centerman. There's yeah, a thousand exactly. centermans better than Carter. Exactly. Um, if you're in a redraft league, hopefully you caught him by now. But, yeah, if that's a question that was asked. Um, he's done for the rest. I, I, yeah, I, I'm I, moving on. Yeah, from move on. Carter. Exactly. Totally. Someone that if you uh, had Carter and you're turfing him, I would pick up any of these three players, mm-hmm. Schmaltz, Keller, or Galchenyuk. Yeah. That's the, to- the whole top line of Arizona. Schmaltz. I, this guy is so underrated. No one's even talking about him. Mm-hmm. He has 19 points in 16 games since the trade. Yeah, that's unreal. I didn't even believe you until you showed me. That's... Like, why aren't people picking up this guy? Mm-hmm. Schmaltz and then Galchenyuk has six in the last four. Mm-hmm. And then Keller has five in the last four. Keller has been the most consistent all year. Yeah. But now with Schmaltz, Galchenyuk, and Keller all kind of firing the last four games, I'd take any of them. Galchenyuk's no. probably my bottom. But Schmaltz and Keller, I would take... Right now, if you have Carter and you're turfing him? No, I have no problem with that. Um, Arizona, like, they're just going to play. So they're just going to try to get points. They're not really going to contend much. So there's not a lot of issues. They're not going to be spreading the wealth. They're just going to load up the lines and just see what they got there. Um, they traded Dylan Strom for Schmaltz. So uh, Strom is one of the highest, well, their best prospect by far. They didn't play the guy. Both doing incredible. So... Both are good pickups right now if you're in Dynasty yeah. or anything. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, you trade a guy, and then he goes to a team, and then other people like, oh, maybe he actually is a good player because you drafted him in the top three pick, and he gets to play with Kane, and he's kicking butt. And then Schmaltz gets an opportunity to get like first-line minutes and get some talented guys around him. So it's definitely beneficial both ways. Um, I've blown through all my trades in my league, so I can't do anything about it. But um, <laughs> I've been watching Schmaltz and Keller um, ever since they got cut in our leagues. Well, Schmaltz was never drafted, but... Um, they got to be picked up. I mean, come on. So rank those guys for the, our Twitter follower that asked about this line. Um, I, I said well, Schmaltz, I mean, Keller, Galchenyuk is yeah, how I would Yeah, I mean, Schmaltz them. is the centerman, so I always give the nod to the centerman because they get the most stuff. And uh, So I would also say Schmaltz, Keller, Galchenyuk as well. Um, but I, I'd be happy with any of them, yeah. actually. <laughs> no, no, like I said, yeah, if I had spots on my team, it would be very easy. Uh, but... Oh, you know what? Smaltz and Galchenyuk are on the second line. 
It's Panic, Derek Stefan, and Keller on the top. Weird. So they must be doing something. Panic, Stefan, Smaltz, Keller, Alec Malarson, Galchenyuk isn't even on the first power play unit. That is weird. So Gal- Galchenyuk is definitely the third on that list. Yeah, if that's what's happening for sure. Uh, that's weird. That's not what I thought it was going to be. That is weird, yeah. That actually pumps my brakes a little bit on whether I pick up these guys because <laughs> I thought they were all in the same line. Yeah, that is kind of depressing. I thought they just load up because Stefan and Panic are whatever, average at best, so Keller is carrying that line. And then Hinnestroza is a very okay player. So, yeah, that is kind of weird. That is not the best 5-on-5 five five I've seen, but... You can't argue with the points. 19 and 16 is still disgusting. So um, definitely if you need a player, pick them up. Yeah, those... I would say Galchenik is off my list of players to pick. But I'd take Schmaltz or Keller. I'd probably take Schmaltz because he's number one power play. Yeah. That's I mean, what I would do. Yep, I agree. Uh, let's move on to another player. Uh, this one is very interesting. William Nylander. Mm-hmm. Massive contract. We all know about it. I'm not going to talk about it again, I promise. Yeah. He is ice cold. Does Toronto even need him? No, man. That's what I was saying. I was like, move is his butt. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is a case of like two things. I mean, one, you sit out the whole year and you join like the most powerful team ever. And it's like, okay, I've had no skating. I've had no practice. I've had nothing. So... I don't really know where I fit in with this team anymore because I've missed the whole thing and then don't gel with anyone right now. Right. Uh, I think Nylander is an extremely overrated player. I don't really think he's the be-all, end-all. I wish they would have traded him. For, he needs to go somewhere else. For anyone. So we'll see what happens with him. But as of right now, I mean, he's a third-line winger. Like, who cares? He's yeah. part, like second-line power play unit, third-line wing. He has like two points in the nine games. He's been back, both assists or something like that. Um, and they were in one game. Yeah. <laughs> to me, like I said, I I have him in my one league, but it was just a player draft and I forget. So he was my last pick. So I was like, maybe he'll sign a contract and turn into something. Uh, but it's not hurt me, so I, who cares? Um, he should go to Arizona. He should go anywhere, yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to move uh, Kapanen away from with Matthews and Marner. Yeah, they got... Or, uh, sorry, Matthews and Marlowe. Yeah. Because Kapanen and Matthews have like a really good chemistry. Yeah, they're both fast and they're both herbal. Not just fast. They're both good players for sure. Um, yeah. I'm not going to move Marner from Tavares. <laughs> no, that line is, yeah, done. I mean, Marner Tavares is like one of the best two one punch in the, the entire league. I think eventually they'll ease Nylander into the second line maybe and just demote Kapanen over the year. But that might take another 20 games or something like that to get him well, back to where he was. But He has zero value for me. But he's got no value and he's not in the power play unit. So if he's on that first line power play unit, which just scores before the second line can get out, um, he's down the water. Like he's worthless. Yeah. I would trade him for his name and hope for the best. There there's, was there's got to be a Leafs homer that'll take him for me. There's also um, rumors in the during his holdout that he wasn't like skating or like practicing as much as he should have been. So yeah, he kind of came back sluggish. Yeah. I'm like, dude, at least come back and light it up. You yeah. got paid. Yeah. You should no, be I mean, in perfect hold, physical form. Yeah. You hold out. All these people hate you, and then you come back and you just do nothing and it's like great like you were sure worth it like thanks yeah. for holding out thanks for coming to the, like one of the the best one of the best teams in the nhl like and uh yeah so. and he, he could he could get a cup from this that would be the most the worst thing is toronto wins the cup and it's like nylander did nothing holds yeah, out ho- for this huge contract out, finishes with like 30 points screws your team for the next year yeah. to sign your stars yeah and like oh i don't know i 
I am not drafting him next year unless something turns around. Yeah, unless, like I said, if he, he's got 40 games to get back on the, on the Matthews line. That's the only way this guy's value. So yeah. uh, keep an eye on that. If he starts playing with Matthews and gets points again, obviously he's very worth it because he's still a great player. I know I keep saying he's overrated and I don't like him, but he's still obviously a talented guy and he can rack up points, but not on that third line. I'm um, looking to move him. So, right like now. I said, yeah, I would have traded him for his name and uh, just move on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely try to trade him for name. There are always Leafs fans out there that will take this guy and take the shot. Who would you trade? Who would you try to get back in a Nylander trade? Forecheck? Oh, yeah, you shoot for the sky, man. Who do you want? It depends who your team needs, I guess. But it's tough. I mean, you can always, I don't know, guys, Leafs players, you can always upgrade your team, so. Just keep an eye on what you need kind of thing and turn him. Like I said, um, as it is right now, he's not worth rostering, so um, no. move him. If you have to cut him, I would just cut him. Yeah. I'd pick up one of those Arizona guys. Um, briefly talked about the, the St. Louis guys, but guys like Tarasenko have come up. And yeah, he's been... Schwartz. Yeah, Tarasenko's been pretty cold. I mean, St. Louis as a whole has been pretty cold. I think... The only hot player right now is Perron. <laughs> yeah, I think he's getting a lot of points right now. Um, so you guys know my opinion on it. I'm I'm liking St. Louis. I think they can turn it around. I think once they get a a healthy team. So I actually, like I said earlier on the podcast, I went out and traded for Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be good the remainder of the season. And I like Pietrangelo or Pietrangelo going forward. And I've also said about Jake Allen that I would consider rostering him as a goalie. What do you think about? No, I agree. I mean, like I said, this team is supremely talented. Uh, I don't know what they're doing with the lines. I don't know if O'Reilly doesn't play with Tarasenko anymore um, because at the beginning of the year, they were just destroying, as is right now. I think Shen is back. Yeah, so it's Schwartz, Shen, Tarasenko, Steen, O'Reilly, Perron. Okay, that's why Perron's getting points because he's with O'Reilly now. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then Shen, who's been okay, and Schwartz has been ice cold, so that's why Tarasenko's been kind of bust. So that makes a lot of sense. I think it's just a classic, you know, cold streak. Yeah. You know, they'll and snap out of it. O'Reilly has to be in the top line. Yeah. That'll happen in the next three games. And I said a coach firing in the process. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen. I mean, Shen got 70 points last year. He's just, it's just a tough spell. So it is what it is. All those guys are great players. I would love to have Schwartz, Shen, Tarasenko next year. Like, I mean, you'd be silly not to want these guys. So as is right now, just hang on to them. Kind of live by the sword, die by the sword with those guys. I don't really have any advice because, um, you know, as soon as you cut one, they're gonna get points. So yeah, it's a, it's definitely a tough situation there. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding, but I'm only holding for a month, like end of January or even the middle of January. I'll give them two weeks, and if they start turning real ice cold and nothing's turning around, I expect them to turn around over this Christmas break coming into the new year. Mm-hmm. But if nothing turns around, then I'm, I'll, I'll I will be the first one to cut bait on everyone. <laughs> I will say no, no Jake Allen, anyone. Like yeah. I'm, I'm the biggest proponent for them right now, mm-hmm. but I'll be the first person to say you're done. You're yeah. dead to me. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, Dylan Strom has come up. Yeah. We touched on him recently. Um, like I said, he's been a su- supremely talented player. He's supposed to be the better Strom brother. Um, for some reason, he was just... How would you feel if you were labeled the better brother? I know. Is that the best? It's like, <laughs> oh, you're good, but I heard your younger brother is like better. It's like, oh, well, thanks, I guess. So, Chicago's another team that's surprising all over the place. Yeah, they're they're winning games, which is weird, because I still think their team's awful, but I mean, he's the second-line center with, with Kane. Patrick Kane, which is three points. Yeah. So, 
there's no excuse not to have this guy. He's even he, on the top power play unit. Wow. I mean, they're they're using the guy. They traded for him. They gave up Schmaltz, who is a decent player, and I love it. I mean, I've I drafted Strom as my rookie keeper like four years ago, and I was like, man, this guy's gonna pay off. He's gonna become a number one center in Arizona. He's gonna get. 20 minutes a game, it's going to be sick. And then he just got nothing, 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 nothing. And they cut him, and oh, what a surprise. Yeah. He's actually a good player. Like, give me a break. So um, I love having, I love Strom. I think going forward, he's going to, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes 40 and 40 for the last half of the season. So um, I would pick him up while he's still available because I think he can easily win you your league. I know that's a lot of praise, but um, playing with Kane is free. It's free points. It's free. Right, exactly. It's free. Like, I mean, there's nothing. There's no one competing for the second line center. I mean, I've never heard of the guy in third line center. Camp. Camp. Never heard of him. Career ain't moving up. No. Taves is gonna stay on the top line. So. There's, it, they're it's still safe. scoring. Yeah, it's safe, man. I mean, they may not win a lot of games, but I mean, uh, man, I might just be hyped. Oh, I got no space for Strom because I just keep thinking, I was like, man, I should pick up Strom, but I, <laughs> I personally can't do it. But. <laughs> You guys need to be picking him up in all leagues. Um, Especially Dynasty. You're keeping anyone that's going forward. Yeah. He's going to be playing with Patrick Kane until the end of time. Until the future. I mean, Smoltz was that guy. Now he's gone. Yeah. So they brought in Strom. It's not like any of the guys I mentioned is going to be bumping his spot anytime soon. So um, I love this pickup. I think he's going to absolutely destroy. Like I said, I wish I had pickups because he'd be on my team right now and I'd be pretty stoked. Maybe I can trade you one of my picks. One, yeah. of my, one of my pickups, I'll give you one of my trades. Yeah, and you can pick him up. <laughs> That'd be nice. Let's move on to some couple goalies here, and then we'll go into our kudos and finish it off. Um, Murray, what is going on he's with back. Matt Murray? He's back, baby. Is he? I don't know. Back uh, to full speed or what? Yeah. Uh, he was obviously injured. Uh, five and zero now. But now he's five and zero. I picked him up uh, last week just because I'm running out of trades, and I was like, basically, screw it. I need a starter for the rest of the year. And uh, I think Murray's going to bounce back fine. He'll be okay. Pittsburgh still scores six goals a game. Like, it's going to be fine. DeSmith was never going to be the number one, no matter how much people want it to be. Uh, that's just not how the NHL works. You need to do better on selling me, Murray, because um, I am hands off this guy. <laughs> I think he's going to be fine. Obviously, I picked him up, so I think he's fine. How many times has he been injured this year? But Three? Yeah, I mean, he might get injured again for sure, but I just don't think he's ever going to truly lose his job. And uh, certainly not now after this crazy streak he's on. So um, I think he's finally bounced back. He's got his head in the game kind of thing. He's in mid-season form, as they say, as it is <laughs> mid-season right now. So um, I'm all I'm all thumbs up for Murray. I know I was slamming him at the beginning of the year, but he seems to got it together. And uh, the Pens as a whole look good. So I think it's uh, I think he's going to bounce back uh, quite nicely. So I'm uh, I'm. I'm just waiting for him to get injured again. I know, yeah. I mean, I have and him. And he's going to miss five yeah, games. I'm like, he's going to get concussed again in some matter of time. Where's, but... where's some wood? We need to knock on wood for you, Jesse. <laughs> well, it's all good, man. I need the risk. It's all, it's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, well, he's been doing great, so we'll see if he can keep it up. The one thing that you said in there that I 100% agree with is no one else is going to be the number one. Yeah. Like, so he is the number one. It's just the health is a huge concern. Yeah. Can he stay healthy? So there's 40 games left. If he plays... 25 i'd be happy like if he's gonna miss those back-to-backs which is maybe 10 more and then five of them he's injured for again or he sits out i'd be happy with 25 games for the rest of the season and i don't know if i i don't know if i like that 
Yeah, no, it, it, it's tough. I'm not too sure uh, to see how they're going to give you the starts. But as is right now... Um, is that what you're banking on? You think... I think he's going to play the majority of the games now. I think he's going to get up to 80%. I think of the last 40 games, he's going to play 33. 33? Yeah, that's pretty decent. If you, obviously, I'm health permitting, but um, I think it's just he'll be back because they're going to... If they want to have any shot in the playoffs, they can't just be going back and right. forth. So yeah. I think it's that part of the year where they're just going to play the heck out of their starters. So, like, guys that were getting splits, like Jones and, like, Martin Jones that we're talking about, and... Uh, I don't know. Lots of goalies like that are yeah. going to start getting the lion's share. Bobrovsky was getting like back to backs now. Yeah. So that's good for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. All those goalies that are splitting, the number one has to emerge. Yeah. It, it, you can't go into the playoffs with a 50 50. That's how you lose. That's, yeah. That's not how the NHL works. You need a true number one. And um, playing your number one for half the time is not worth the right play. Yeah. So at this point, if you need a goalie, just pick up a starter and just know that they're going to get all the starts because that's how it works. Yeah. and hope for the best. So, to well, me, Murray is the starter. I have no faith in DeSmith starting any playoff games. So, uh, to me, it was an easy pickup. So, I have no problem with Murray going forward. Okay, let's group these guys all together because they're uh, Rask and the Talbot yeah. Koskinen situation. Those are exactly the same situations. Yeah. Who are we going with out of those guys? Rask uh, or Halak? That one terrifies me because I don't know. It does. Actually, both these terrify me, to be honest. Uh Halak's been playing great, so I, I I don't even know if I can ask these questions to be honest. Rask and Halak could be fifty fifty. It could be it could be fifty fifty, and it it probably will be to be honest. That's scary. And then of Koskinen and Talbot, same thing. Koskinen let in like four goals, and then the next day they started Talbot, and they made Talbot sit through all seven goals. Yeah. So it's gonna be back to Koskinen again. Yeah. So uh, he's still the one A, I guess, and the one B. But, yeah, I mean, those are tough, 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 tough calls. Um, I don't want to be any part of those. Like, I owned Kosakainen, and I was going to kind of grind him out. And then I saw Murray was still there, and he was getting wins. And I was like, I'm just going to pick the starter. I don't care what happens and just go from there at this point. I just need volume starts. Um, those are tough, man. Those are tough. Let's make our let's make our call and then move on to the kudos. Ras Kalak. I'm saying Rask regains the role I'm saying for the playoffs. In the playoffs, you want Rask. Yeah. You need him. So um, I don't see them changing any direction anytime soon. So I'm assuming Rask is going to get the lion's shares of starts to get him ready for the playoffs. I bet you it goes 50-50 till the playoffs. That's so scary. Yeah. And then they say, we're starting Rask, and then Rask takes it the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, Rask is going to be on the shortest lease in the world. I know, if that's Rask scary. blows the first game, Halak's just in. Yeah. And if Halak wins games, then it's done. And then Halak just plays the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's really tough. For the Oilers, I think it's going to be the same thing. I think it's going to be 60-40, Koskinen. Maybe 70-30 if, if Talbot keeps laying in seven goals. I don't think either of them is going to emerge as but a starter. I and I don't think they're making the playoffs either. Yeah, I hope they don't. Um, because I think they said that if they make the playoffs, Trelli's job is safe. Right. Yeah. So um, all rooting for them to miss it so they can actually fire the terrible guy and um, rectify some situations because that roster needs a massive overhaul. You still... You can't win with two players, man. You can't. With two goalies like that, you can't. I, I, I just mean the roster. I mean, it's McDavid, Drysdale, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you can't win. It's two... I mean, especially if they're on the same line, like, you're done. It's the same thing with Colorado. Yeah, it's the best line in the league, but... 
show what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, it's not a cup-winning team. Nobody wins the cup because they have a top line. This isn't the 80s where you can just, like, score a 10 with your top line. The other team scores yeah. 8. And you're like, yes, easy win. Yeah. So, um, Edmonton needs a lot of work. And if Trelly being there is not going to be the, the answer. Um, I hope, like I said, I hope they miss the playoffs. Because even if they make the playoffs, they're going to get bounced first round anyway. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. You shouldn't be cheering for your team to make it the 8th seed and just get crushed by the number 1 seed. I mean, what are they going to play? Who's the top West team? Nashville or something? They're just yeah. going to get hammered yeah, exactly. by Nashville. It's like, oh, sweet. Really glad we made the playoffs and lost like a high draft spot again. Yeah. I like uh, Koskinen going forward. Though. Yeah. Of the two, for sure. Koskinen is the better goalie and he's been more consistent. So he's definitely going to get the more starts. Um, will they win the games? Whatever. Who knows? That's not the real question. But of those two, absolutely Koskinen is the pick for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go into our, our kudos and then we'll wrap it up. I'll do my kudos first. It's pretty easy. Sure. I am a huge fan of gift cards over Christmas. <laughs> I love getting the gift cards. You can get whatever you want. Mm -hmm. They're always practical. You got like gas gift yeah, cards. Yeah, like gas gift cards, which is like perfect. Everyone needs gas, man. Yeah, you need to drive. <laughs> you need to drive. So I got gift cards for a local pub in town so yep. I can go get some steaks and beers. I think gift cards are the way to go. Then you don't worry about the person like saying, oh, I don't like this gift or... No, or I mean, anything like that. You don't have to return anything. No, it's, it's just get yeah, what you absolutely. want. Absolutely, you got like Amazon gift cards at those big stores. I mean, you, just, you can buy anything you want. Um, it's the same thing. Like I got a prepaid Visa for Christmas for my grandfather, uh, so that was a hundred bucks. So same thing, same idea. It's even better because now I can take it anywhere. Yep. Uh, so I think those are really great gifts. Um, I got a pair of Lululemon pants for my brother. Ooh. Uh, they are the best pants I've ever worn in my entire life. I take it back. <laughs> to flaming all the guys that I saw wearing Lululemons for being like, oh, nice jeggings or whatever. Uh, my God, they're comfortable, but they are expensive pants. They're like $120. Whoa. Yeah, so you're so paying... like jeans or... They're like... Khakis. They're like, I don't know because I don't have any. They're kind of like a nylon material. Uh, it's hard to explain. You just have to try them on uh, and then just feel the pure bliss. They're so comfortable. <laughs> they're so worth it. Um... I can't ever go back, but unfortunately, I'm poor, so I will have to just grind out the one pair of pants. So that was a great gift. Like I said, I got some cash. I got the gift cards, the gas gift cards, which is always great um, because knowing I always have gas. So yep. it's like, oh, I'm poor this week. Well, I still have a $100 gas card. It's like I know I'm going to last through this week, so those are always great gifts. You can always get some uh, gas station food, too. I know. I thought that, too. I was going to get some <laughs> two for four Reese's Pieces or something. Uh, if you're really low on cash. Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, some milk or something. So that's not a huge loss. Uh, Overall, Christmas was my is my kudos for the week. It was fun. I had lots of family in town. Got good gifts. Chilled, relaxed, ate lots of food. Mm -hmm. I didn't get any turkey, though. We Italians don't really eat turkey. No? It's like ham and roast and stuff? Yeah, so we had... We had, well, there was a turkey there, but that's not really a primary thing. So we had like the pastas and everything else, and then there was a ham, and then there was a turkey there, but it wasn't like the big hit kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Someone just brought it. There's lasagna and stuff like that. So um, that sounds good. So I never really look forward to the turkey because I never expected to be there, and I didn't really care. I always go in and just be like, okay, it's going to be pastas, it's going to be lasagna, it's going to be mashed potatoes, and all that kind of good stuff. So, um, but yeah, no, Christmas is a great time. I went to Vancouver. Vancouver is so nice. Um, is that part of your kudos too? Yeah, essentially. Like, my kudos is the whole holiday season. Like, it's so great. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't really have any New Year's plans, so I'll have to see how that goes. 
Um, are you doing the thing you do always should do? Like, are you going to the... Yeah, we go to a big New Year's gala. Yeah. Big feast, buffet. Comedians are there for the entertainment. And yep. then there's a dance after. And everyone's drinking and having a good time. We'll be doing that. We've done it almost 15 years in a row Yeah, I was going to say, I've, I've known you to always go there. So um, that tradition is going to continue, I guess, for you. As for myself, I have no real idea. I'm still kind of... Watch s- some hockey. I'm still kind of sick. So I'll probably just hang out and watch hockey. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I bought a PlayStation Pro with some of my Christmas money. So I got the Red Dead Redemption now. Thank So that's probably what I'll be doing. There you go. That'll uh, take up a couple hours. Yeah, I've only <laughs> played it for a couple hours so far, but the game is so cool. It is so hype. It's like playing the Hateful Eight as a game is what it feels like. Because oh, like, yeah, you start yeah. off in like the snow and stuff, and it's really cold, and you're trying to like build your camp and help people. So I haven't got very far in the game at all, but it's been very very fun so far so um that's definitely what i'll be doing for this um break anyway because i'm off work for still another week so um there you go nice you gotta watch the south park when they're talking about red dead yeah 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 that's true i gotta i gotta yeah i should i gotta crush that whole season it's hilarious yeah they they get angry at each other and that's like their real life their red (laughs) dead life so yeah it's pretty funny okay that's sweet awesome we will be back next week with some new year's resolutions Ooh. What we're going to do next year, or no, what we're going to do the rest of the season. Yeah, and some uh, resolutions for fantasy next year. Yeah. I think that's a good podcast. I have lots of resolutions, mistakes I've already made. Even the best <laughs> players make mistakes. Best managers, as myself. So there's always room to improve. You're I've, saying you're the best manager? Well, I'm saying even the best managers oh, can improve. Okay, okay, so, okay. Um, I don't rate myself that highly, but I'm just saying, <laughs> nonetheless, I... I've been doing it for like 12, 15 years now. We've been doing it for a long time. And I still make just boneheaded moves every year. So, um, but the key is just to make one less a year. Yeah, there we go. Just make a couple less boneheaded moves a year and then you can move up. Um, Yeah, that'll be next week's pod. We'll have some resolutions for you guys. Works uh, for me. And uh, so we won't see you guys. So happy new year, obviously. Yep. Um, Drive safe. Yeah, don't drink and drive, all that good stuff, and uh, have a lot of fun. It'll be 2019. Ooh, big year. Big year. It's kind of an ugly number, really terrible-looking number, 2019. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about there, but nonetheless, <laughs> that is it. So happy new year to everyone. And uh, again, yeah, if you have players you want to talk about, yep. post it on the Twitter and the Facebook because um, we love doing it. Why not? It makes our pods easier to yep. be like, oh, hey, okay, this is the material we're doing. This guy wants to talk about this. Sure, let's do it. Five minutes, no problem. Yeah, at Fantasy NHL Talk. And we're going to be in the new year having some collaborations with some other podcasts. We'll get some guests on the show and we'll be guests on other shows. So listen for that in the new year. Thanks. Drive safe. Yeah.